Welcome, everyone. Happy Friday. I'm Dale Coolis, and it's time for your Friday edition of the Berkshire Hathaway Podcast. In the studio today, we have realty expert Adam Helgeson, and he'll be talking with us today right after this. What would tomorrow look like if you sold your house today? Maybe you'd move to a new city or a new country. Maybe you'd pick up birding or birdies. You could get into wine, not that into wine, or skiing warmer scheme or maybe you'd spend more time doing nothing at all when you're ready for whatever comes next we'll be ready to help you get there berkshire hathaway home services all right we are back here today with realty expert adam helgeson we survived blizzard fred is what it was called was it i thought it was vanessa vanessa oh i want to say i was looking up the for the update news i want to say i thought the Harold officially titled it Blizzard Fred. I could be oh, wrong, Oh, maybe. Though. Maybe. I don't know. What's up? Oh. Yeah, I know. It sucks. The yep. roads are slippery. Oh, is it pretty gnarly out again? It's oh. not gnarly. It's just like light snow, and it's sticking to the warm roads and making it slick. So oh, not fun. Not fun at all. Well, but so- we survived the storm of the century. Yeah. <laughs> late, the late, late, late season blizzard. It's it's hopefully going to be leading to i know we got warmer temps going in we're going to be in from a snow craziness to a lake yes <laughs> version of it we're going to be lake agassiz again here soon yeah which, hopefully the fishing's good yes <laughs> yes free fishing <laughs> spots all over town and you know i guess it's a great segue for our topic for the day because last wednesday we were talking all about ice dams uh on roofs what to look out for and i guess today we get the the what people may be dealing with this weekend over the next week as temperatures warm up with water mitigation yes the funny thing thing is is after i did that ice dam one i got a call to go to my in-laws they're just curious so i went over there and here they had a big ice dam oh no <laughs> and my 89 year old father-in-law you jinxed him he didn't have a ladder big enough so he went and bought two by fours and was going to build his own ladder so his old ass could get on the roof and try and get rid of this ice dam and i'm like francis you can barely walk let alone climb a ladder and get on the ice you know so a macgyvered ladder nonetheless yeah. <laughs> so i got up there with a, a hatchet and hammer and got rid of most of it for him like it's gonna be 40s in a few days just let it go so but yeah water mitigation is huge uh especially this time of year you're gonna find out um how good your drain tile system is you know make sure sump pumps are ready a lot of people don't know what sump pumps are sump poles especially uh, military people coming in um from a real estate perspective they're like what the hell is this hole in the floor i'm like that is your sump pole okay what does that do right yeah so, i know just from growing up fam my family household we had, we had a sump pump i'm going back flood 97 knew a lot of families and friends that had sub pumps and just from when this time of the season when the water melts especially off the heavy snowfall seasons that's where it comes into play yeah well mine goes year round pretty much um but for those that don't know what a sump pump is right in the newer houses they put a drain tile system around your your foundation that drain tile system takes all the groundwater and channels it around into that sump hole so instead of coming into your basement it pumps it into that sump hole and then your sump pump has a float valve on it usually when that float gets up high enough it kicks in the sump pump the sump pump sucks the water up and pushes it outside Okay. I think it, a lot of people, I'm a runner, so I'm used to seeing the long hoses emerging from the yep. houseways onto driveways on the sidewalks. I always tell myself, oh, yeah, this house coming up has a sump pump leading out over the sidewalk. Got to make sure to leap over it. Not leap, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, watch out for the, the water. And that's another thing is make sure you put that hose on. 
don't just have your sump pump water shoot out the hole in the side of your house because now it's going to be getting right along the foundation weeping down into your drain tile again and it's going to be a never-ending cycle right so make sure you want to get that water as far away from the house um, as possible even now i know we have a crap ton of snow but if you can snow blow around your house and put your gutters down your, your rain spouts so that way when all the snow is melting off your roof going in your gutter system get that away from your foundation um that's yep. gonna because it's the water's got to go somewhere now the ones i usually see i don't know if all of them are the same for sub pumps for their uh, displacement to get rid of the water i see the sub pumps going over out from the front yard out into the city streets into the city uh, street drainage system is that about right for all of them or other different ones out there yeah no usually they you know there's just a um, you know, a pipe coming outside the house where you want to run the hose is up to you. Um, some of them, like me, I paid extra to have it underground. So mine runs under my lawn, and then there's just a little hole in the curb, and it just, you know, water shoots out the curb. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I guess I've never even thought about there being underground ones possible. Yeah, so that way you don't have to worry about the hose. And then what I did, too, is I have a valve system on it. So if that underground one is still frozen... Right, I can shut that valve off, open the other valve, and it goes right into my um, sewer, which the city doesn't like. Um, but if you have no other way to get rid of the water, you know what I mean. That's it is what it is. Um, you know, and those systems can be installed pretty easily too to have your sump line go over into your your drain. So pretty recommended then just to call get a hold of the local plumber for a resource or is able to look online for maybe do it yourself or just more highly recommended for the plumbers or professionals leave yeah it up to them. i mean i would leave it to a plumber unless you're handy and you know what you're doing you know it's pretty much just pvc pipe but you want to you're going to be splitting open one of your main drains and adding stuff so you want to make sure it's done properly um you know too with the sump pumps this time of year here with all this snow, I would go buy an extra one now if you're worried about yours or if yours is old, check on it. Um, I know when I first moved into my house, my sump pump quit working twice. And I was like, what the hell? Well, here in my sump hole, I was getting under my foundation. They put that little gravel pea rock. Well, that was coming into my sump hole and it was getting sucked up into the impeller of my sump pump. So if you've ever seen the movie Finding Nemo, right, when they're in the aquarium and the little Nemo swims up and puts the rock in the impeller to make the tank get dirty that's what these rocks were doing to my sump pump and it was stopping it from pumping enough gradual damage where it all just built up and well no the rock's in there so it's not pumping water well now no water's getting pumped up so i actually got water in my basement oh because the sump pump wasn't working um so i made my own little contraption where i went and bought a laundry basket one of the taller skinnier ones and then i wrapped the exterior and sealed it with window screen and I sunk that down in my sump hole and then I put my sump pump in front of it so that's like a giant filter so anything coming in you know only the water can get to my pump and I haven't had an issue since that is a very crafty again I'll (laughs) use the analogy MacGyver I guess they got new MacGyver series on now so it's not not a dated reference anymore so yeah so but you just want to make sure because you know what I mean with the water's coming in and you know, the, your sump pump quits. You want to make sure you have something on backup. Or two, if your power goes out, you know, let's say we get a huge rainstorm and the power goes out. Well, now that, now your sump pump's going to quit as well. They do make battery backup systems where it's a deep cell, you know, marine battery that will keep your sump pump running even if the power goes out. Kind of like so, the equivalent of a generator for your sump pump. Kind of, yes. Yep. So, 
those are those are all in, in, imperative things to have in our neck of the woods, especially when we have this much water and snow and stuff going on. So now, some pump that sounds like the main key preventative measure for water mitigation. Is there any other recommendations for uh, for other safety measures to take into place for preventive? Well, I mean, if you can get the snow away from your house, you know what I mean. Um, bust out the snowblower if you can plow a path around. Um, just try and get as much snow away from the foundation. Um, and, you know, if you do end up having water in your basement that, you know, now is uh, this, the spring and summer is a time to, um, get it, get it fixed. Um, you know, a big thing is the sloping of your, your land or from your house, right? Improper grading, we call it. So over time, the dirt around your foundation settles, okay? So if you walk up to a house and you look at the flower bed or, you know, the, the ground, if it's sloping towards the house, that's bad. It could lead to when, when it comes melting time, just to all the water coming in and it more yep. potentially even, dam- well, damaging waters. The, yep. Even in the summertime, right? You got to think all the rain and everything that hits oh, that yeah. side of the house is coming down the side of the house and it's hitting the ground. Well, if the ground is sloping towards the house, it's taking everything from two, three feet out from away from the house and pushing it towards your foundation. So you want it built up on your foundation. And so that way, when it hits, the water wants to roll away from the foundation. Um, Same goes with like concrete slabs and stuff. You see it where driveways where, um, you know, the concrete has kind of settled along the house and it's sloping towards the house. Well, now all the snow, all the rain, whatever that hits that concrete is all getting pushed down along your foundation, which is going to cause water issues. Now, I, I know my mom had her like at her old home several years ago. She had her whole backyard was just trampled from us kids growing up, playing in it for many years on end. Mm-hmm. And she actually called professionals to get it completely leveled off, all nice, smooth backyard again. What would be the pro- proper people to call to get that done? You know, there's different companies out there that can do that. Um, there's quite a few different ones. Um, you know, I had uh, Bo's Lawn Service do one for a couple on the, the north side of their house. Like I said, I did proper sloping. So you had to pull back the landscaping, haul in dirt, slope it up, put the landscaping back. So that way everything that hits that, especially the north side, because that's where a lot of the rain hits, you know, you want to make sure that's graded away and going away instead of coming towards it yep another issue too i've seen with some homes and some of the newer construction like i know thompson homes had a few of these where the the egress window well cover is not properly attached to the foundation so there's actually a gap between the window well right that big metal thing right the egress window and the foundation so now all the moisture that comes along the foundation is going to find its way into your window well and then you know it's going to come into your house through the window well um, in your egress window wells, there's usually a PVC pipe too. That's a drain that ties into your drain tile system. But a lot of times people don't cut those off and they're sitting, you know, three, four inches above the dirt. Well, how the hell is that going to drain anything? You know what I mean? It's going to be coming through your window before it gets inside the drain. Yeah. It sounds you know, like it's so. totally a big thing to look out for because yeah, that's, that's not going to help anyone out. Yeah. Or egress window covers too get a get a nice cover made so that it fits the window properly and it keeps all the moisture out of your egress window because um, some people don't cover them that fills up with snow right has nowhere to go except in your house now so. uh, i was kind of looking up before we started here just like areas that could be affected that if for water mitigation if left untreated i mean besides obviously water coming into the house on the the big snow melting season other things could be affected too like uh, just sounds like drywall flooring 
Yeah. So if you get water in your basement, you know, you, you have to get it tested and figure out, okay, did water get up in the sheetrock? Um, you know, they have little moisture testers. And then too, if you ever see a house that has like the bottom two feet of the sheetrock cut out, that's a telltale sign that they had a water issue. So what they'll do is they'll cut like two feet up all the way around the basement and then they'll just re-sheetrock that part. Um, but yeah, it can cause some major issues if it's not treated like black mold. I was just going to bring up that sounds like it'd be like a high risk for black mold. Yeah, so they have to pull the the sheetrock, pull the insulation, make sure everything's dried out properly, you know, treat it for mold, and then put it all back together. So it can be a pain in the ass to fix. That's why these tips beforehand to make sure, hey, you know, during the summer and fall. All right, let's make sure all this stuff is done properly. So, come winter and spring, I don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, I had another client too. He sent me a picture. He freaked out because he bought during the winter. He couldn't tell. Well, the front of the house had improper grading. So, everything on the front of the house, all the snow, everything ran towards one of his windows. And it wasn't an egress window, but it was one of those, you know, basement windows. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he sent me a picture, and it was three, the water was three quarters of the way up the window in the window well, and it was pouring like a waterfall through the window into his basement. And he's like, What do I do? I said, Well, right now there's really nothing except try and catch it, you know, and he, got silicone and was trying to caulk the windows shut and all sorts of stuff. But, you know, it's one of the things of buying in the winter. You can't tell if that was done previously or not, you know. So, but once spring came, we got it fixed. We pulled the landscaping back, had it all graded properly, put the landscaping back in. I think it was like five, six hundred bucks. Just just a small term setback. So, yeah. Able but, to catch it after. I mean, sucks to happen after the fact. You know, but it sounds like, like you said, nothing you could do by from a winter yeah, purchase. I mean, yeah, in a winter purchase, you can't you can't tell. Um, so, you know, those are the things you want to look at now. You know, if especially now before the week ahead. Well, yeah, but you know, you can't really do anything now except maybe move some of that snow away. Um, you know, get as much away from the foundation. Do the sump pump checks, that type of stuff. Um, and then too, if you do have any issues this summer, you want to make sure you get that proper grading, get the proper downspouts and get water as far away from your house as possible. There you go. All kinds of top pro water mitigation tips here on the Friday Berkshire Hathaway podcast. Adam, you got big Easter plans coming up ahead this weekend? Um, sleep and eat and maybe wash down the ham with some barley. I don't know. We'll see. I, th- I think I'm, a, I'm on the same board there, too. I, I like yeah. that plan. Yeah. <laughs> Track down some Easter eggs, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to paint them. I'm just going to throw them outside and let the kids go find them. There you go. Have fun, kiddos. <laughs> yeah, they're all white. Good luck. All right, Adam, what's the best way for people to reach out and contact you for anyone have any questions? The best way is my cell phone, which is 701-317-1750. You can check out my website, homesbyhelgeson.com. Or call any of us real estate experts at Berkshire Hathaway at 701-746-0303. All right. And that concludes your Friday edition of the Berkshire Hathaway podcast. Many thanks again to Adam Helgeson for joining us today. Many thanks to producer Paul. And we'll be back with the next Berkshire Hathaway podcast Wednesday morning at 10 o'clock. Until then, have a great Easter weekend, everyone. And we'll see you Wednesday.